Hello, everyone. It's Joseph Roberson of Oak King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show. And you are back to continue our discussion with Coach Sonny. Uh, hey, thank you for sticking around, Coach Sonny. Okay, because we got more questions. We got more questions. Oh, all, good, brother. Cool. all right, so we were currently uh, discussing Broadway boxing, and right. you were giving us some of the accomplishments. Uh, that you achieved, and then I I was interrupting you, which I often do. I apologize to listeners. I'm known for interrupting people, huh, Grace? Um, so for this memory, and w- one that demonstrated to me a whole different part of your personality, which I was like, okay, that's why he the man. Okay, so we already didn't discuss how uber competitive you are, and the fact that although you can give other people they respect. You're here to compete. So you're not here to show up second to anyone. So we were talking about the boxing one day. And you was letting me know about someone else uh, who was kind of a mutual acquaintance uh, who was boxing. And you was letting me know like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard he okay, but he could catch these hands essentially, right? And then I think, I don't know if y'all ended up, what is the terminology boxers use? Like, we could dance if you want to or something, something like that? Or I don't know what it is, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, yeah. You know okay. Whatever. So I guess, you know, I don't know if y'all actually did or whether you just observed him. But for you to come back and tell me like, oh, no, your people, he, he really with it. He can move. That, that let me know like, oh, wow, as competitive as my man is. As Coach Sonny is, he also is willing to acknowledge someone else's skill set. So uh, the gentleman was, uh, rest in peace, uh, Darius Watson. Mm, oh, school teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, mm. you know, hey, shouts out Dave, too. Shouts out Dave, Dirty Dave, Dave Bailey, who introduced me to Darius because uh, Darius was just quite a wonderful individual, comes Amazing. from a wonderful family. Yes, um you know, the sisters, I've had the opportunity to run into them in their roles, I think, as uh, working in education right. with young people. But, you know, that was... Did y'all actually box or did you just uh, see them one day? No, no, we no, we, we box a lot. Okay, okay. You know, so, oh, did y'all? Y'all yeah, got it in? Yeah, yeah. We okay, down a okay. Lot. So that meant a lot to me, too. I miss him, too. That was a wonderful yeah, individual. Yeah, really great dude. And, uh, you know, just a reminder again to that. Highly competitive. Life. Yeah, yeah. A real beast. Yeah. And now, okay, hold on. Now, you were at Broadway boxing. Yes, it was he at, yeah. Oh, he was at Broadway. He's at Broadway, well. too. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that was cool to see y'all make that acquaintance. So y'all got it in some, though. Oh, huh? man, listen. Yeah. When we used to get in that spar, yeah. the gym used to, <laughs> they used to shut down the crowd around. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to see us go. Oh, and see you know what, what it looked and, like. And we did. And we okay. battled. You know what I'm saying? We made each other great. We made each other better. Okay. And he made me better because okay. Darius was a, 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 a yeah, real competitor. Yeah. Okay. I think you used to tell me like he had this unorthodox, unorthodox style, style. Yeah. yeah. That worked yeah. well for him. No, but, um, you know who you, know, you remind me of? Who's that? He was like a Deontay Wilder. Okay. okay. Exactly like a Deontay Wilder. Yeah. That's who yeah. he was, man. Oh, he was special. But person. he was, yeah. man, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. man, a really good athlete, though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, also, uh, yeah, great. I think he yeah, played pro play football. And I th- what college was it? Was it Louisville uh, or something? Uh, I thought he went to. I can't even remember for sure. School here. I think he went to school okay. in the state. Okay. I'm, I'm just not even sure, right. but I have to look it up. So I can respect yeah. my man's legacy. But he legacy. played in the NFL. Yeah, yeah great yeah. dude. Yeah. Great dude. Okay, so that being said, and one more experience that uh, I just thought to myself was so cool. Okay, so um, at some point, I don't even know how it happened, but I believe if I... And, and man, you can tell me, because as I got older, I don't know if I'd be messing up stories. But I think one day, 
you had sparred with Layla Ali. Right. Yeah. And I just remember when you came back and acknowledged that, like, now, first of all, you know, the ego of some males might be the like, but all like, oh man, that ain't nothing. That's what right. we, but you really came back and acknowledged her, like, yeah. oh no, her skill set is nice, my brother. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she got hands yeah. too. She and I just like thought, a <laughs> yeah. I like a dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just thought to myself, and it's so crazy because it's such little things that begin to matter to us and people, but just for your ability to acknowledge that made yeah. me look at you with a different level of respect yeah. because every man can't do that because you have to be secure in your identity, especially when you're that uber competitive person. Mm to acknowledge other people whereas some people just hate you know right, what I'm saying right. so I've always just that's been another thing that made me had the utmost respect for right. you it's just like to hear my king acknowledge other people and their grandeur and that oh like no nah, they're they're highly capable and competent right. about what Absolutely. they do too you know at, at, at 18 when I got drafted to the Kansas City Royals I was competing against world class athletes People from all over the world, like, you know, pros, you know, when you right. get drafted, it's right. showtime. You, you're competing against kids from different countries. Yeah. And, you know, the best of the best. Yes. And I got that opportunity to compete against the best. Yeah. So, you know, when you compete against the best, you got to come with your A game. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's it. Or go home. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it was with me. You know, I had to come with my A game or, or, or go home. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and you've maintained that all this time. So because I'm on your social media with you. I see who you train, and a lot of people come to you at this point to train, um, a lot of it using boxing workouts and things right. of that nature, right? So one of the things that kills me, I got to tell you, like my brother, you still live the life of an elite-level athlete. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I find so amazing is I do cardio at least, okay, as it relates to getting on a bike, maybe um, minimal 60 to 90 minutes a day, okay? I... Um, run hills several times a week. I can get out there at uh, the drop of a dime and jog three miles on any day at any moment mm. and go at a good pace, right? I, um, I try to be disciplined about my eating. I gave up meat maybe like five years ago, mm. uh, you know, chicken several years later. Um, you know, I really don't consume dairy. I try to be very uh, diligent about how I take care of myself. And my brother, I'm not even remotely in the shape you're in. And I just find that to be so amazing because then I try to imagine if I am this rigorous about my activities, this man ain't dropped off in his discipline level at all in years, my brother. And that's, that's just something to be admired. I wish my body believed that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but you, um, you do, my brother. Like anybody walks in the room, they're still going to look at you like, oh, he's a professional athlete of some sort. Yeah. You know? Right. And so I just think, you know, from my perspective, again, that's that, um, you know, I almost feel cliche um, saying this because of what we discussed at the beginning and what, you know, the tragedy of yesterday. But that's, to me, what that Mamba mentality Absolutely. is. That, yeah. And, you know, that, OK, I'm going to go this hard right. forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And again, one of the reasons why you garner so much respect. What is it like for you training people training other people? Um, personally, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't like personal training, you know, like okay, training okay. to regular, if I want to train, if, if someone want to work with me, they have to be like an athlete. So okay. they already know what it's, you know, what they expect as far yeah, as yeah. what I'm going to give you. And okay. I don't want people who I work with complaining, oh, this is too much. So yeah. I like working with athletes. I love okay. working with athletes, okay. you know, especially those that want to work, you know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm willing to put whatever I got into that, you know, okay. and I, and I, and I, and I've competed at high levels at everything I've ever done. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I got 
something, you right. know what I'm saying, to offer and to, you know, to bring to, to, to the table to anybody that's willing to get out and learn something. I've also seen you uh, train certain entertainers to do because of what it takes to be um, a, a entertainer at the top of your game in that industry. Do many of them also come with that same work ethic when you're training or yay or nay? Yeah. Um, fortunately, I've, I've had, you know, uh, uh, good involvement with the celebrity because, you know, I don't like training celebrities either. Okay. Oh, you no. Know, it's always no. like eh, they come with their ad. Look, if you're yeah. going to work with me, you got to you got to accept what I'm coming with. Okay. And I, I don't I don't know. I'm imposing my will. You ain't yeah. imposing your will on me. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you want to train with me, that's special, you know, because yeah. it's more than just physical training you know that yeah. i'm giving my heart and soul and you know yeah. to what i'm what i'm bringing to the table you know right. even boxing you know you know you know you know you got a lot of trainers all they want to do excuse me is just hold the mitts right okay. and right. hold the mitts no i'm going to teach you how to look like a real professional fighter right. so that requires a, a lot of amount of discipline you to keep your hands up and, you know of course you know they want to just do whatever they want to know it don't work yeah. like that because i want you to look good on camera okay. when you get in front of you know if i was right. to post you on social networks right you know you're right. gonna you know, it's yeah, going to look yeah. good. And because at this moment, you're representing me to absolutely. some degree. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Man, come on. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, so, so it's so, well, I didn't just learn this overnight. It took time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you got to go through the, the, the informalities that I went to, like, you yeah. know, learning feet work. Yeah. A lot of people just want to get on, start hitting the mitts. And I yeah. said, no, it don't work like that. I need you to, to know how it looks to be in position to strike. And, and so let's focus on that. And right. then as we go, we yeah. build. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, and that's not the exciting part of sports. No, not at and all. And you know what's so crazy? It doesn't matter what sport you play. This is what's so amazing. I told my son, because we primarily track uh, basketball and football. Right. And I always explain to him, that my brother, is the footwork. We've got to work on the footwork. The Absolutely. Footwork. And I know sometimes that's not exciting because you don't really see people. And that's the difference between um, average or mediocre and greatness is... That's not the exciting part because you ain't gonna never see somebody on Sports Center highlight because of their footwork. Right. So therefore, uh, it's not conditioned in young people to want to work on footwork. Right. Um, because you, that's not the dunk you see, the right. shot you see, the right. run you see, but it's imperative to your success to work on these basic fundamentals like footwork. Right. So in basketball, even a jab step, I be telling right. my son, I was like, my brother, look, to sit and do this jab step repetitively a hundred right. times, a hundred times, a hundred right. times. It's boring. Right. It's boring. I know that. But if you really want this, I am telling you that this is what it's going to take to be successful. Right. And if you don't, it's so crazy. I appreciate him because I see what he's passionate about and I see what he will work hard at because it pleases me as his father. And there's a difference between the two. Hmm. You got me? So he'll work hard at certain things because of wanting the approval of his father. Right. And if I verbally ask him, he'll tell me. As if he loves it and wants to do it. Mm. But then there's a part of, um, you know, and it's something I'm also expressing that I hope parents really pay attention to because I've had to be real about it with myself. There's something we've worked at for a decade, my brother, that, you know, there's moments I question my son, like, man, if you ain't serious about it, my brother, we can go home. We can go home. And of course, he go tell me what I want to hear. Like, no, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Let's work. <coughs> but the truth is, like, I don't have to ask him if he's passionate about it. I know he may not be passionate about this because he's never requested that we work at it. He's only done it in response to me saying, let's do this. Now, this over here related to another sport, he'll be like, hey, let's go get this. He'll talk about it like I love this. Hey, I'm the best at this. Mm. Ain't nobody want it, right? Mm. Where I could see the passion. 
And sometimes that may be difficult for us as parents to accept that hmm. with our young ones, that this is what they're passionate about. This is what they're willing to be serious about and willing to get their all to. So we have to let them at some point ex- uh, demonstrate some level, wow, the word just popped in my head, some level of self-determination hmm. that, you know, this is what we're going to pursue and do, even if it's not what you initially um, try to invest them in doing, you know? Right. So I've learned that, you know. Um, I just thought that was a great time no, to throw in there. But how about, how about better than that? Greatness is, a, is, is something that we embody as a principle that relates to everything in our life. Yes, yes. I'm not just, yeah. good, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm going to give my A to everything. Yes, yeah. And, and that, yeah. I think that's what, you know, you know what, I have a program and that's what, you know, I teach my kids, you know, like, well, we're not just great. And just, we, we, yeah. we, we, yeah. we personify this in everything, everything we do, we do. Yeah. you know, and, and that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, and that's where I have to make sure to acknowledge mine and acknowledge the student-athletes I work with. One of the things people don't realize is, you know, we condition. So it's like a, um, for lack of a better word, like almost a call and response, but we condition our youth to mm. respond to certain things by what we reward. Mm, so if the only time I acknowledge what you're doing in it, or the time I do it with the most excitement, the most fervor, um, that I'm, I'm all excited about posting this is your athletic accomplishments. What am I reinforcing in you? Right. So am I equally um, mm, as motivating and supporting of academic accomplishments right. or of other things you choose right. um, to pursue with your own interests that you invest your all into? And, you know, I think that's something we really do need to pay attention to because I even give you a, an example of what I've seen coaches do. Um, and I'm a little resentful about it. I see young coaches, youth uh, coaches do it in youth sports, and and I'm resentful about it because of my own friendship. So um, sometimes I see coaches allow certain behaviors and tolerate certain behaviors from the athletes who are more gifted, mm-hmm. and because those athletes have more of a direct relationship to the outcome of winning. Mm. And the reason I resent that is because I happen, and some of them are our mutual friends, to have long-standing uh, loving relationships with some of my friends who were the elite level athletes who were allowed to um, conduct themselves with behaviors that wasn't conducive to the success of the team mm-hmm. or and, and more importantly than just to, well not necessarily more importantly but just as important to the success of the team is to their success as individuals in the community post their athletic endeavors Absolutely. and because they were never held to certain standards of behavior and conduct that's the lesson they began to learn it's right. like I'm above all rules right. and because of my athletic ability right but when they were no longer in a situation where their athletic ability was relevant right. or needed, right. then now all of a sudden they're not tolerated because mm. of their behavior. And I've watched them struggle um, to adjust to life outside of the realm of athletics right. um, because they had nothing else to really offer, which is a lesson that they could have uh, been trying to reinforce with them when you have the carrot. Because if the carrot for that young person is participating in athletics, well, that is the opportunity and the carrot to use to condition them um, to engage in the behaviors relevant to their success. But you didn't care. 
But to the youth athlete, to the young athlete, they don't care. Because in their minds, you do care because you let me do whatever I want. Right. So I appreciate that and I enjoy it. And they have no idea the demise it's going to lead to mm. later. So now I'm 47. I have friends, you know, my age within a couple years, give or take, who are struggling even at this age to survive because they were never able to make the adjustment. Mm. They were never able to make the connection that... You know, this consistent standard of hard work um, has to be maintained in all these areas to succeed. But also, you got to be willing to follow the rules. Mm. At some point, you got to be willing to fall in line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that I kind of resent that, man, because um, because I love those close to me. And I had one of my friends tell me he was, um, you know, and he has found his success. And, you know, so blessings to him. Kudos to him. But uh, he was about six, six. I think he told me when he was 10. Mm. So the way they were treating him based on him being this child prodigy based on his height, right? He said by the time he was 15 or 16, he lacked motivation to do what he's told. He's like, because why? My brother already get everything I want. What I had to fall in line for. And he said that provided him difficulty as he went to college because he ended up getting kicked off the team at some point after he made it to a major Division I university playing hoops. But couldn't follow rules. Mm. Why? I've never been subject to rules. Why am I gonna follow mm. rules now? Um, and had difficulty adjusting. And you know, thankful. To, you know, thanks to the university, is blessed now, and moving in the right direction. But um, again, you know, I just at times get frustrated watching coaches not realize the lifelong implications from you focusing only on winning a game and therefore ignoring the other aspects of the role you're fulfilling in in the lives right. of of young people pursuing athletics. I don't even know how I got on that discussion. No, that, now, that, that, no but that's, that's so real. You know, yeah. I see it with a lot of athletes and people we know, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that, you know, unable to make those adjustments yeah. character-wise yes. because yeah. they were, uh, you know, giving those right. the freebies, you know what I'm saying? Right. Giving, right. giving that free, yeah. that free, yeah. that free ticket. The free reign yeah. to do as they please. Yeah, to do as yeah. they, right. And I've watched that affect them. At, hey, look, that prevented them from being able to walk away with the degree. Right. Um, that made them engage in certain behaviors at the university that no longer made them welcome. Right. Um, you know, so in the end, you know, I've watched it do more harm than good. So I wish, you know, people would just pay attention to that. And coaches, you know, so one of the things we always talk about, matter of fact, let me present that you with that question. One of the things we talk about a lot of times is what is your thought process about the role of a coach in the lives of a, like an a athlete, a student athlete? You know, what, what is their responsibility? What is the responsibility of a coach if you step into that role in someone's life? To, to raise men. Okay. To make young men yeah, yeah. men. And yeah. understanding that, you know, that life is yeah. not peaches and cream. And anything you, yeah. you know, you want out of life, you got to work for it. So I could be politically yeah. correct. Or young Absolutely. women. Or young ladies, or young right? Women, yeah. Right. But yeah, all, that's, that's all, real. All, all, all yeah. athletes. Yeah, yeah. You know, or, or, or you know, like most... You know, my, my the youngsters I coach, they're like, you know, my, my, I take the you know responsibility as a parent as well yeah. because I know I, I, I carry that weight. You know, right. coaches are very influential to the ruining of the, you know, our youth, the kids, yeah. you know, yeah. their self-image, their self-perspective is all shaped and molded by the coaches, unfortunately. And, you know, they play a big part. So as a, as a, as a mentor, it's, yeah, it's a responsibility yeah. of a coach, you know, saying to, to, you know, forget that favoritism, you know. And I understand that in the life there is nepotism, there's going to be favors. Yeah. However, you know, if you want to give everybody, you know, 
you know, an opportunity to, to grow as men. You got to, you know, got to groom them and teach them as men, like, yeah. like the military. I was fortunate to have that experience in the military. There's no favoritism. It's team. There is no I in team. Together, yeah. everyone achieves more. So, you know, we have to embody these values, these principles, yeah. leadership, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. You know, that's our acronym. That's what the military believed in. And, you know, and, that, and that right there, you know, it, it has a base. Remember, we right. all go into the military, shave, ball heads, same uniform, same everything on. There is no exit. It's, everybody has to yeah. embody these principles. And, and, and that's what a coach should, you know, reinforce. Yeah, real life. Real yeah. Life. Hey, I just have to, since you took me there, I almost like laughed a little bit too. But I got to tell you why I laughed is because... Um, because I thought of you and I thought about what you just said in terms of them, you know, basically everyone goes in this way and just this really uh, philosophy in the military of breaking people down to build Absolutely. them up. Right. Um, because if you talk about what it, uh, an, what it means to be a soldier, what it means to be in a branch of the military, no, you are, you know, it's, it's imperative to the success of, a, of, a mili- of the military, of an operation, of a mission, that everyone play their role, follow orders, right. follow instructions. Right and conduct themselves as a team right. and as a unit, right? right? So that being said, I had uh, recently been interacting with someone who was in the Air Force, so he chose to show me a video. He was like, no, Joseph, I want you to watch this. He was like, this is um, what basic training looks like. He's like, but this was in the lunchroom. Right. He's like, man, this is even when you're trying to eat. Yeah. So it showed basically in a video, like, yeah. you know, the mess hall, right. like, dang it, like, you had to ask permission to go get your food. Right. Then you had to make sure yeah. there's a specific way it had right. to be said. Right. So then, but the whole time you mess up on a word, they hollering at you, right. they telling you no leave. <laughs> so then, what he's explaining to me is what people don't get is there's a point in this training. He said so basically, anything you do wrong is wrong. Right. But anything you do right is wrong. Right. Because you're not gonna do it right. right. There is nothing you could do right. right. He's like so basically, one person might be hollering at you. To like, hey, you didn't do this right. You get your head up. You while yeah. the next person is standing two feet away, hollering, "How dare you put your head up? You put your head up, right?" right. right. So the whole yeah. point is, you're not about to do anything right. right. But really, what it is is, um, is that you have to learn to think clearly and follow instructions in the midst of this right. chaos, in the midst of all the stimulation, right. and how to follow instructions and order. So you know, when we was watching, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's brutal. I don't know right. how everyone could even survive that." But hold on. I tell everybody, and this is relative to anything in life, mm. motivation is the key. Okay. Right? Right. So, you know, so when they're screaming at the coaches are screaming or are fussing. Yeah. Yes, sir, Joe Sergeant. Yeah. yeah, let's go, coach. You're right. Yes, sir, coach. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah. like, you know, rhythm compensates all things, right? Yeah. Well, think about that. Motivation is like rhythm and, and, and involvement as far as men. We try to convey discipline. If I'm motivated about understanding you, yeah. yes, you drill sergeant. Yeah. What can you do? Right. I like that. He liked that. He, you know, he got a will to want it. You know what I'm saying? To want to learn. Right. To want to be better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Motivation is the key for all athletes. Right. Through all, I don't care what adversity. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what you're going through. I don't care if the coach don't like, coach fussing. Yes, sir, coach. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't talking about what arrogance. Yeah, We're talking about yeah, what a deep yeah, sincerity. Yeah, yeah. So we're not talking about with that cynicism yes, and that disrespect right, right, yeah. and that sarcasm. Right, yeah. That like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, no, yeah. no. The sense that will make a coach right. want to give of himself right. or herself for you he, yeah. because they realize this person will run through a wall. This right. person wants to be coached. Man, you said it 1,000. So a lot of people don't realize yeah. at the same time, too, that uh, 
don't be concerned when your coach is fussing at you. Be concerned when they don't talk to you. Don't no when they don't talk to you. Remember, remember, uh, you know, I played at that school, uh, West LA. Yeah, yeah. That was a team that had more talented athletes than any sport or anything I ever played. Oh, wow. A team full of the greatest. Remember the record? What was it? They didn't win any. We oh, won yeah, one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won one, one, yeah, one in like yeah. 12 or something like that. Yeah. One 11 or something yeah, crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. With the, with the most talented athletes yeah. because of that. Yeah. That reason, oh, letting good players, you know, or oh, let him baby in his player, yeah. or oh, he don't feel like practice because his toe hurt. Right. Like, no, nah, man. And yeah. I was on that team. Yeah. And it killed me to see all these talented and gifted athletes high before practice, drinking, not really caring, worrying about the stands, who's in the girls and all. And yeah. I'm on the team like, yeah. man, I'm really trying to get to college for real. So yeah. now I'm unpopular because I don't carry the public, you know, saying yeah. the, the, I mean, yeah. the perspective that everyone yeah. else yeah. I don't hold the same values as you. The persona held persona, is, right. is cool right. to some degree. So now so, I'm uncool. Yeah. That's why I chose yeah. you know, to transfer. Right. And, and the truth is, it happened at Bowling Green. Oh, but, yeah. you know, unfortunately, they didn't have the great athletes. But I was on a team that, like, with some people that, you know, they, they had lost, like, two years and they had losing seasons, like, two, three years in a row, like, yeah. consistently. And I got to the point where, like, you, you guys don't understand. Like, y'all really got a, a losing. But, you know, I don't want to be unpopular to my teammates. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't say nothing. You know, I just, I do. You know, I'm first one at practice, last one off at, at practice. I'm yeah. first in the weight room, working harder, the, you yeah. know. And, and, and then when the coach ended up starting me, everybody looking around like, well, you know, who, who this kid come from junior college? Because, you know, junior college players right. usually don't go to Division One universities and start. Right, not at all. You not go in as a filler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fill a roster. Yeah. And, and hope, in hopes that you get in practice and get Pete to push the, yeah. the, the scholarship, the bonus babies, the money, right. the money kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when you outplaying everybody on the field both ways, right. you know what I'm saying? You know, hey, what can a coach say? Nothing. But, hey, look, but you have to put a coach in a position that they can't say anything hey, to listen, keep you off the field. Hey, I, I, this is how I, I did business. I went up to Bowling Green. I told the coach straight up, you don't have to worry about my character. You don't have to worry about me as a player or a person. You'll never have to be over my shoulder checking. I'm going to bring these grades, what I say I'm going to bring to the table. And, and, and in return, this is what I'm doing. I'm starting, you're starting defensive end or whatever the, the case may be. Yeah. This is what's going down. Coach is like, man, I like that. Yeah. And, you ain't, and, and, and ain't nobody on this field or in this or the team going to outwork me. Right. That right. part. I'm gonna, not only that, I'm going to be in meetings. This is my life. Right. I, I might as well come with a suit and a briefcase because this yeah. is my job. Yeah. You know, this is my money. And I take it like and that. And I take it like that. Yeah. And all you kids is playing, it's okay. Because yeah. you got to remember, yeah. I was a little older when I went to college. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I was a little older. I had that, those experiences of being on the road as a, young, you know, as a youngster and, yeah. and, and seeing life for what it really is. It's a money game. Yeah. It's about money and, and numbers. Yeah. And it's not, it ain't personal. It's a number game. Yeah. And so when, you know, when, you, when you soon realize that, that, you know, sports, this is a business too. You know, it's fun. You know what I'm saying? But it's a business. And there's many people at that age who can't conceptualize Conce- that. Right, can't yeah. Right, can't yeah. conceive that concept. Because, yeah. you know, we still want to play and have fun. Like, hold on. Yeah. I, you, you come and leave in high school, going to a Division One university, D2, doesn't matter. You, NCAA is a billion-dollar organization. Yeah. These schools are, have, are worth millions of dollars. And here they come bringing a kid from the inner city or whatever to come to represent their billion dollar or multi-million dollar franchise. What do you think it's going to be? 
it's a business. It's a business. They want the best produce. of the best of the best. Yeah. And sometimes the best of the best doesn't mean that he's the fastest runner. Right. Or you got the best moves or you the best player on the team. Yeah. But this person got the best quality that that's going to, yeah. I feel confident, that's going to represent my institution. Yeah. And that's what these youngsters don't understand. You know, it's, it's more than just sports. It's his character determines destiny. Yeah. You know, and, and, and these coaches who are getting paid to, 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 to coach, they got families and everything that they got to uh, yeah. be concerned about. They have, look, they're not about to compromise their check over no knucklehead kid or no kid with no attitude, with no ego issues and all that other. Yeah. Whatever you're dealing with, that's what you got to deal with. That's why you, when you say, I want to be an athlete, again, the word definiteness of purpose is seven habits, right? right? When you know what it is that you want to do, nobody got to tell you to get up and do no coaching or go no practice. Nobody got to even convince you that you need to be the first or the last one on and off the field. No one got to convince you and tell you that you got to eat right and work out and go to class and sit. That's part of the play. Yeah, real life. And if you ain't, if you, and if that's not what you're about, then, then this ain't for you. Right. And because, you know, and the coaches know. And, or, or, or how about this one? You in an institution, the coach is going to give you adversity. How about that? They got to give you adversity because they got to know if you got what it takes to be able to stand during times of adversity in them games. Fourth quarter, yeah. the game is tied. Third and uh, what? Fourth and one. Yeah. You know? Hey, because there's, there's a lot more on the line at times than people would care to realize. And, and that young people. Can conceive or that they perceive to be gone. So, like, people don't really understand, like, this person's livelihood and job may be on the line. And and then it gets worse in the pros. Yeah. Yeah. You know, until what you see oftentimes, a lot of these youngsters, you know, I see it all the time. Like, most of these kids from the big school stars, how many kids actually who get drafted actually make it on the teams? Do you think they make it because they don't have the the skills and the ability and talent to, to compete? No. Because as soon as they get around grown, grown men, men that really got these embody and value these principles and that really, really dogs and really, really beats the men of the men, yeah. can they still stand? They think it has something to do with size and all this. No, it don't. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we're talking about really who are you and what are you made of? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And are you willing to make the sacrifice for what it is that you believe in? It ain't yeah. personal no more. It ain't about what your personal life yeah. is. I own you. Now. Might like you as a person, but right. that, that yeah. has nothing to you do with you. You work for me now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, look, now that, that takes me. That's a whole different topic. But the yeah, book, we don't want to get $40 million slaves. Right. right. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, life is real. So, let, let me ask you a question, too, because you you, you've consistently spoke with this theme of uh, this commitment, this dedication, um, persistence. And discipline, right? Right. So the irony is this, though. You went to the military post right. your college all, athletic all sports, career, right? Yeah, right. And a lot of the young people I know who tell me, like, Ms. Rose, I'm going in the military, I'm going in the military. A lot of them will say I'm doing it uh, to learn discipline, hmm. which I always, I don't try to talk people out of doing what they feel their intent or purpose is. But I always think there's a lot of other ways to learn discipline. You were yeah. already a person of discipline. Yeah, right. What made you go to the military? Um, opportunity. Okay. So at that, you know, at that point in my life, I was 30 years old when I joined the military. Okay. And I had uh, dropped out of college. Okay. Couldn't get back in the this, in this school because I dropped out so many times. Um, okay. um, I couldn't afford to go. I wanted to, you know, set my, my children up with an opportunity to go to college if I went okay. to the military. 
You know, uh, I just I went to the military for another uh, for another chance. Yeah. You know, so again, I had a purpose and I had a plan. See, because you don't do anything in life without a plan and a purpose, right? Yeah. You got to have a why. Because when it, when adversity, you know, I, I was in the military at 30 years old and had young sergeants, 27 years old, screaming in my face, yeah. disrespecting me, talking to me, you know, what I'm saying, smoking me on a during camp, smoking me. That means putting me through disciplinary actions, you know. Mm-hmm. And how do you think I had to? How do you think I felt? You know, I'm getting talked to down by younger men, you know, and 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 it, and it was very humbling. The military was very humbling for me, and it gave me a different understanding, you know, uh, that it's not. It's you know, you can have discipline, but but greatness is forever. You know, that that gave me that. You know, I said, you know, you know, the the, the values that that that, the, that you embody in the military. I mean, it's the cleanliness. Yeah. Oh, you don't you understand what a clean bay is all about. Like you don't understand like the, you know making up your bed. Your everything has to be perfect. Your 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 house got to be right before you even go outside. That you know and 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 I and I took that into life. You know, just those you know those you know I was already like you said disciplined, but discipline is relative. You're talking about discipline of working out. I'm talking about discipline of being a quality in everything about your life. You know, and the military gave me that degree of discipline. You know that. I got to be A in everything I do, even as far, even something as simple as, you know, making my bed every day, right. you know, and these right. things, like I said, like I'm, I'm there, man. Like, yeah. you know, I get up and I clean. That's part of my routine. Yeah. I wake up at four o'clock. You see, good morning yeah. on, on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I'm good morning at 430 yeah. in the mornings. Yeah. I'm good morning, making yeah. my bed, you know, making my smoothies for my wife. I go to the gym at five. You know what I'm saying? My days are almost finished. I come back home after, you know, after the gym, doing my homework, resting, getting up. Uh, now being a husband, yeah, you know, taking care of my responsibilities in the house or whatever the case, you know, and back at it again, more reading, writing, you know, whatever else I got to do. But my point is, I learned something more valuable: right. the right. importance of a routine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You, you know, these kids they they take they yeah. take advantage of a program of, of a program. You program yeah. it. Yeah. Everything is programming. Yeah. Real you know life. Real life. Yeah. You know, when you say that, um, it brought a couple things to mind. So. Uh, there was a gentleman, this was like maybe 15 or 16 years ago. And, uh, you know, I was offering him some feedback. He saw me doing certain things with my life that he had an interest in. And, um, you know, so it took some humility for him to ask me. He was like, yeah, but I want to move in this direction too. I want to do this. I want to do this. So, you know, I was, uh, we had some, some heated dialogue between the two of us. It was a level of mutual respect, but me telling them at times, like, oh, boy, the way you're doing this, this, and this. And it was out of love and affection in that sense, right? So he said, okay. Because I kept telling him, like, man, if you just listen, man, if you listen. Mm. So then one day, he's a couple years older than me. So one day he said, all right, man, okay, I'm willing to listen. Okay, so, so you got some feedback for me. What, what is it I need to do to, get my, to have success, to put my life in order? I need to do what? So in his room, in his bedroom, he had this pile of dirty clothes in his closet, like maybe at least waist high. So I was like, okay, the first thing, and he had this huge Kool-Aid stain <laughs> on the rug, right? Uh, yeah. And I was like, the first thing you gotta do is clean that stain out your carpet and and uh, do your laundry. Absolutely. Oh, my brother, he got so heated. He was <laughs> agitated. If he could have put hands on me, he would have, but that yeah. wasn't going to be wise. Right. Was interest, yeah. right? But he yeah. was hot. Right. He was hot. Yeah. He was like, man, I ain't asked you about cleaning my room. I ain't uh, asked you. To, I'm a grown ass. Right. And I had to go through that yeah, whole album, yeah. right? But it was so crazy because, you know, I understand life differently now. So 
I'm not trying to win arguments with people. Mm -hmm. I'll share with you because I feel if I don't, I'm negligent and I will be held accountable before the universe, you Mm -hmm. know? So I'll share something and leave, my brother. I'll put it on your heart and put it on your mind because I know how things really work. When all is quiet and you go to lay your head on the pillow, that's when the universe is going to talk to you. And when you alone with your thoughts, you're going to question what I said. And if there's truth to it, the you have to address that. You and got and me? the truth is the light. Come on, man. So Come I on. left. I left. And then maybe the next day or two days later, he called me like, all right, the stain is gone in the clothes. <laughs> What's next, right? Yeah. So, you know, Maintain anyway, that. we talk and, t- and then like maybe six months down the line, we was kicking it one day laughing and he was telling me, he's like, hey, you know what, though? He's like, you was right. I ain't get it. Now, and the irony is in that six months, it's not like he had accomplish any um amazing task or yeah. goal right but it was just success in the sense of how you live your everyday life right. not a particular outcome right. not like you was all of a sudden wealthy but it's like feeling like feeling a feeling of success right i'm living a dignified life i'm living a right. life i want to right i don't because i you know what you put me one thing i've always said too about cleanliness and we all know the expression cleanliness is next to godliness but if you put me whether it was a 10,000 square foot home or a dirt sh- shack, if you came over, my dirt shack gonna be clean. Oh, boy. It's gonna be fresh. Yeah, that It's part. gonna be neat. It's yeah. gonna be orderly. It's tidy. And my people who know me, they know I'm about that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you go to my house yeah. and people know what I stand for. My wife, she know. Yeah. They know what I stand for. You know, and I, and I believe that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. how you gonna think if your house ain't in order? Right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Coming mm-hmm. home to cluster that, that let me know what your mind like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm at a point of growth and development that um, I'm, I'm, ironically, I don't want to amass more stuff. That goes back to this <laughs> social commentator and comedian, George Carlin. You got to go listen to him uh, if you get a chance. And he always talks about our need to accumulate stuff. Right. And I'm at the point where I kind of need to remove clutter from my life. I just want peace. I just want space. Uh you know, so, you know, that's where I'm at. So, okay, before I get too far, so we're in the military, man, because we go on like this forever when we talk. We're in the military. Um, so now, okay, we're past the military. And um, just for the sake of time, you know, me and you have had conversations when we talk about, I just talked to you about you were putting uh, stuff on social media that I was really feeding off of. You was talking about health and fitness and I don't even know if you was aware, there's people like me who, no, I'm logging on. Like, I don't have time to waste on social media. So when I go on there, I'm looking for my food for the day. I'm looking for my information. And you're talking about, okay, like, you got to live like this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And you're talking about health and fitness. And so I'm like, okay, then you, you, you breaking down the video with breaking, you know, making the smoothies. And so I don't know if you know, like, for the last year of my life, that's how all my morning starts. Mm. My morning starts with the berries yeah. and some spinach um, or, or kale, right? Nutrients. Yeah. And I uh, chop up my ginger and put That's it in right. there. My turmeric, my cinnamon, um, right. you know, and I'll use different other, you know, variables that I try to put in there or change for some level right. of variance. Um, but I got that from you. That's mm. where it started at. And, and now that's something I, um, I have adopted in my life and I usually shut my night down. Right. My my last consumption of any nutrients into my body might be a celery and cucumber based shake where yeah. that's all that's really in there. Right. And I marvel sometimes like, yeah. oh, damn, this. Hey, look, I'm in there like I thought of it. Like this is light and refreshing. Yeah. But um, right. 
So I would watch you, and then over the past years, I watched you transition that into something you've begun called Wellness on Wheels. Absolutely. Um, and so tell us about that. Let's use our time and wrapping up to tell us about where you're at now with the Wellness on Wheels. So what, what I did with Wellness on Wheels, um, well, the reason I started it because I had a buddy that was uh, suffering from uh, cancer. He passed away. Okay. Rest and, uh, in peace. Too. Yeah, rest in peace. Okay. You know, good buddy of mine. Uh, and... And and I wanted to help him so bad, you know. He had a lot of loved ones and friends before, you know, he had cancer. When he got cancer, everybody left his side. Mm-hmm. He had nobody. So, you know, and he you know, he was like, man, I don't want to die. You know, I want to live. So I was like, man, let me help you. So I started doing my research on things I could do to help, you know, to heal him. I started, mm-hmm. you know, reading about minerals. I started reading about, yeah. you know, nutrients, phytonutrients, you know, yeah. you know uh, antioxidants. I started reading and started getting into it, you know, you know, you know pushing and in and, and it, you know, I, I bought me a juicer. I said, I'm a juice for you. you know, I think if, you know, if we clean your colon, you know, right. and, you know, we, you know, clean, get, you know, work on gut health and get your liver right. You know, I can, I think I can help you, you know. So, you know, we did. And I was buying all kind of spirulina, uh, yeah. moringa. Got, uh, got all of that in the kitchen uh, right now. It, uh, yeah. The kales, yeah. the spinaches, yeah. the I, I started celery, with the beets, cilantro. You started with the Come beets. Come on, man. Yeah, you know? the beet juice, yeah. 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 Cilantro's. Uh, parsley, we talking about for, uh, you know, we got the uh, uh, free radicals, you know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the toxins in our body, and that's what we get rid of. So I, I was mixing juices and putting all that in them and taking it to him. And, 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 and when, I, when, when, when he told me that he had cancer, he was already at stage four. They already had gave okay. him like a okay. couple of months to live. Gotcha. He ended up living a little bit, I think like six months longer than okay. his expected date. However, he, he did pass. Okay. Uh, but I feel like I had some, you know, like some 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 saying that you know yeah. I was getting them black seed oil you know I was doing the ginger lemon shots constantly pumping them yeah. and you know and he was responding well but you know it was too late you yeah. know yeah. however from there you know I was like man I, I want to start helping people you know right. and I think that this is what we need you know focus on colon health right? right because you know we have something in our that grows in our bodies and our stomachs called serotonin. And serotonin is responsible for mood, behavior. Mm-hmm. And the more phytonutrients and plants you eat, it raises your IQ level. Okay. It raises your intelligence. That's, those are known facts. Right. You know, serotonin. I just tell people, you know, to read about that and then you all see for yourself. Okay. So we are what we eat. Yeah, because when you said that, my first thought was like, that's not in the stomach, is it? Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It grows in the okay. stomach. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so we are what we eat, you know. And it's important, you know, to, to try to, you know, you said, you know, you're vegetarian. So I eat meat sometimes. Yeah. But if I'm going to eat meat, it's going to be kosher, halal. Okay. You know, something that's clean, you know, uh, farm-raised. Okay. You know, I try to put the good cleans. I try to stay away from the steroids. But why? Because our livers, you know, can't read that. You know, when we All put right. those, you know, anything we ingest, go straight to the liver to be broken down to the large and small intestines. Okay. So I try to get foods that can be processed to go straight to the small intestines, straight to the blood. Anything gotcha. that we're eating that our bodies can't read, going to go to our large intestines. And poisonous. They say about 70% of chronic illnesses begin in the stomach. Right. And I said, I understand why. A lot of us, you know, are, are, are backed up. I had a job. You know, after I got to the military, I went back to school to be a surgical tech. So I actually worked in the surgery, sur- surgery rooms. Right. And, and I had the opportunity to do what they call an anastomosis, where they take out the large intestines and cut them out because they had cancer in it. So when we took the large intestines out, before we took them out, we had to clean them. And when we cleaned the large intestines, I was overwhelmed and blown away how much fecal matter came out of our stomach. It blew me away. And I was like, man, we full of shit. 
Man. I didn't mean to say that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and he was like, you see this? It looked like dead carcasses all in our stomach, the meats and stuff. Oh, wow. And you know what I'm saying? He's like, this is why this person probably, you know, most yeah. likely, you know? Because, yeah. you know, we eating all these foods that we can't process. So I was like, dang, you know? So that really is one of the things that sparked my, mm-hmm. my, you know, my drive to, like, you know, focus on, you know, you know gut health, you know? Right, right. So, you know, that's what it's always been. You know, I'm 40, you know, I'm 45 this year. People look at me like, uh, what? You probably, wow, like, yeah. incredible. Like, my guy, you know what I'm healthy, yeah, good-looking, vibrant. I said, I drink a lot of water. Yeah. And, you know, my wife, you know, I drink too, you know what I'm saying? But, no, for real, people know, like, the majority I'm drinking is water. Yeah. If I'm not juicing, I'm drinking a lot of water. Okay. You know, I try to drink a lot of water, and I always try to keep my, uh, uh, what is it, a lymphatic system, which okay. is our water system, hydrated and going, sweating. Okay. That's our, that controls our sebaceous glands, our sweat glands, okay. our lymphatic systems. You know, and, and then I see, like, a lot of, People have a lot of autoimmune issues, yeah. right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of, truthfully, it's really how we eat. And, and you, know, you know, our lymph means water. Lymphatic system, oh, which yeah. is our drainage that's system. Right. Lymph in Latin means water. So okay. that's our water system. So our bodies is made of 80% water, 70 to 80% water. What we need to consume? Water. Water. And, that, and that's, uh, more people, more they say you can cure more diseases, more people, they got a lot of illnesses and sicknesses because they're not drinking any water. I grew up, I hated water growing up. Yeah, I, I didn't really appreciate water until I started competing as a college athlete and needed to hydrate. Needed to hydrate, right. Yeah. And then I realized, watch this, it's so crazy because they talk about the fountain of youth and you always right. got it right. And one day I realized, like, that's just water. Just water. This is water. Water is the, um, I call it, the, you know, I just joke around the nectar of the gods. Yeah. Like, On it's water. Yeah. This is water. Your right. body needs water, yeah. it requires water. Right. And, when, and a lot of us, we pursue every beverage other than water. When I was younger, I would drink Kool-Aid and soda and couldn't get, uh, and would still be thirsty, wondering right. why. Because it's not even addressing the reason I'm really thirsty. I'm thirsty because my body right. is asking for water. Or even overeat right. and consume food right. when I'm not really hungry. Right. It's a need. My body is desiring of water. Right. You know? so that, yeah, that. on everything. You quench a lot of satiety, which is water. So, hey, yeah. if somebody ever wanted to look at wellness on wheels... Where do they um, find it at? Or they yeah, you just go on. It's called Wellness on Wheels International. Yeah. All right. So All you right. just type in wellnessonwheelsinternational.com. Okay. Okay. So, you know, right now I got the business. What I did was I created, I put the blueprint, I mean, uh, excuse me, business plan together. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, I built it up. I did everything. Right. And now I'm ready to take it to where I really want to take it. Okay. So right now, I'm not saying it's on ice. I still, you know, juice for people, you right, know, right. as I can. But I'm not trying to say that's not the emphasis. I got to where I needed to go. Right. I'm ready to take it to the next level. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I'm get, getting you know okay. it on the road. Actually, on the road, having my own sprint vans, you know, and I want them yeah. all over the United States. Like that. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you, uh, Coach Sonny. Man, my man. Right. Um, and I know. Watch this. You in L.A. and you probably had a million other things to do, and you really made time to stop while you across the country. To visit with us and share this information. I, had to, I appreciate you. You already know. I love you. Yeah, I love you uh, as hey, well, I respect brother. you. Yes, I admire you. As well. And, um, you know, to all our listeners, I hope you appreciate the insights and wisdom that uh, Coach Sonny shared with us today. And, um, you know, check him out and, and consider what he shared with us about health, about discipline. Um, you can also go check out the book. Say the name of the book for me because I ain't going to stumble across the word in front of everybody. Say the name. Peregrination. All right, go check that out. Peregrination um, and, and Journey to Wellness. Now, what they receive by Sonny Weathersby? Some by Sonny Weathersby. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. You can download okay. it on Amazon. 
Hey, or you can order the book. We appreciate you, my king. Hey, there you have it. Thanks for listening in. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks.